Ribble FM. Weather. Today's partly cloudy with a temperature of 10. There's patchy rain possible tonight with a temperature of 6. Sunday could see some moderate rain with a temperature of 9. Welcome to Lancashire Live with me, Ruth Telford. And she's giggling, she's giggling already. It's my magical Mo. She's here with me again today. How are you, Mo? Oh, hello, Ruth. (laughs) The reason I'm laughing is because I've got to do this. I've got to do this little rendition. Happy birthday to you. That's me. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I know it's not your birthday today, but it has been your birthday, yeah, hasn't weekend. it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's such a nice time. Oh, I'm not going to so sing anymore, oh. listeners. It's all right. Don't panic. But you panic. were chuckling because I made. Yeah. <laughs> we were doing the fa la 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 la. Let's get ready to, <laughs> to go. Oh, oh dear. dear. Oh. Thanks for that, Mo. That's lovely. It's not often that I get serenaded to for my birthday. So well, I'm I would go quite that. as far as calling it serenading. Well, there's only me and you here, girl. <laughs> so somebody bought, of course, we're here talking about gardening. It is my absolute pleasure to talk with Mo about gardening. I absolutely love it. And it's 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 November. What can I say? It's never oh. the best of months, is it? Yeah, no. yeah gardening-wise, it's a bit... <sighs> What shall I do now? Mm-hmm. Sort of month, yeah. really. Yeah. Um, but there are things. But you were telling me that you were given a moss orchid for I your was. birthday. Yeah, yeah. I didn't and know they were called moth orchids, but um, yeah. I'm very good with orchids, though. Phalaenopsis. There you go. Is that what it is? And you were telling me that you managed to keep yours flowering for on months. and on and on. Well, I keep them flowering for months, and then I neglect them, and then they flower again and again and again i have literally had orchids for years but they change the shape instead of growing up the stick i I get rid of the stick and i cut off like the dead um, yeah the dead one yeah and then uh the dead twig yeah and then a shoot comes from somewhere and it just it's almost like from one of its roots that are because they like the clear vases don't they yeah i always keep them in a window yeah maybe just um water them i give them a good dose of water but then i don't let it sit in any water no and i probably do that once or twice every two months something like that i really really neglect them yeah but i'm brilliant at neglection (laughs) 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 but the flower lovely and the Going yeah. to this really beautiful shape. Oh. Yeah. Well, do you know, I I was really proud of myself because I got both of my moss orchids to flower again. And I thought I was the bee's knees until well, I heard you. What can I say? I should write a book, you know, Maureen. Oh, <laughs> tell me about it. Yeah, and there was me. I was pampering. I repotted. And, I have you. Oh, and I not do any of that. Them and, oh, no. <laughs> I, th- I think I'm going to take a leaf, uh, excuse me, yes. out of your book. And <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I saw what you did again. Did you see what I did? Yes, there? I did. Absolutely. <laughs> so I think that... They are the best value plants you can buy. Undoubtedly. You know, like you go and you buy a bunch of flowers from the supermarket, say, and they are, what, let's let's say a fiver. Mm. And you buy one of these plants for, if it's not in a pot and you get it on its last legs, you can get one for a fiver. Yeah. And they flower and flower and flower and flower, don't they? I mean, I bet you could get easy two to three months out of, Oh, a flower, easy. Absolutely. I mean, even if you bought a posh one in a pot, you're still only talking about what twelve, twelve quid, yeah, or something absolutely. like that. It's just to keep accumulating pots. And like, <laughs> oh, seriously, I've got so many pots, you know, and just I don't really need them all, and I feel it's a bit of a waste. Uh-huh. I could give them away though, I suppose. To yeah, charity, charity shop. Yeah, I just yeah. want to give a little shout out to Oxfam Charity Shop in Clitheroe because they're always really good in there, and they always have mm. the radio on, and they're always listening. But Aww. so. Oh, the Cancer Research Shop. So a shout out to you as well. Oh, absolutely. Thank you very much for listening. We do appreciate it. And you'll be getting some uh, flower pots in the very near future. Yes, you will. <laughs> I don't want to go, but 
You'll be shocked to hear this more. Oh. My garden is a mess. Oh. <laughs> Actually, uh, funnily enough, Ruth, I'm I'm not that shocked. Because no. <laughs> if your garden's like lots of other people's this time of year, it's not surprising. Oh, it's, it's kind of overgrown and sad. Is mm. that really the best way of saying it? Yeah. Yeah. My grass yeah. I've left too long, so right. I don't know whether to... Like, should I give it a last cut? It just seems to, every time I go out there, it's just too wet. That That is a problem. If it's too wet, my advice would be to leave it. But then my dog doesn't like going on it because it's longer than him. Oh, now you have got a problem yeah, then. Yeah, I know. Sorry, you're telling me you've got a St Bernard, is that right? Ah, no, literally. He's like, you've seen him, Dexter's only but in knee high. I'm he's kidding. Though, his little legs, I mean, his legs oh, are that long. Yeah. That long, listeners, is what, seven, eight inches maybe, tops. Oh, yeah. his little didder. Yeah. But, um, so he doesn't like going on the grass because it's mm. too long, but it's too wet. Mm. Then all my... Plants are just, if they've not gone back, they're going back yeah. and they're just sad and tired. Yeah. And 
I just think, what can I do? I know I can no. leave it, can't I? Because yeah. it's good for the insects. Well, Yay. I was just going to say, I you're mean, my favourite. <laughs> if you're desperate to tidy up and cut things back, then yeah, go for it. However, mm. there's always my, I always have my however, Absolutely. don't I? Um, no straight answers with you. No, well, no, sure. it's never black and white, is no. it? Um, no, if, if your garden does look a mess, then I, I, you know, I like to embrace a bit of chaos in the garden, yeah. you know, especially over winter because all those dead flower heads and you, you know, you may have a a pile of leaves in the corner of the garden that the wind swept in there but you don't know what's hiding in there you know all those spent flower heads they could be harboring little ladybirds over winter for example and other beneficial insects that pile of leaves in the corner of your garden that you think oh i really need to get rid of that well who knows there may be a hedgehog in there Mm -hmm. so you know don't be in too much of a hurry to be spick and span over winter (laughs) No, (laughs) because there's this lovely movement that's, um, in fact, there's been a lot of controversy about it, um, the rewilding movement. And um, how can I put this? Some of the well-known figures in gardening circles um, sort of divided right down the middle about this so-called rewilding. And I call it so-called rewilding because it's a bit of a misnomer. So um, one of the gardening gurus, Alan Titchmarsh, I shall mention his name, Mm. um, is dead against it. Why? Because I think it's the connotation of it's the wild bit where people think that rewilding just means neglect your garden, forget about it, let it do its own thing, which isn't what it means at all. And that's what I think Alan is... Alan, we're not on first Yeah, Mr. Titchmarsh. Your BFF. (laughs) (laughs) Is is at pains to point out because any garden space has to be managed. Mm. So I think that the term rewilding has had a bit of a bad press in some quarters and it's been misinterpreted in others. Mm. I, I think what they're really getting at is embrace what you've got, encourage wildlife yeah, into definitely. your garden. Yeah. But it doesn't mean just let the whole get, thing go to rack and no, ruin. No, because you'd have the secret garden then, wouldn't you? you exactly. Know? Yeah. And you, you you know, you'd have a dozen sycamore trees growing out of your lawn oh, before would. you knew it yeah. and things like that. Yeah. So so I think um, you know, there is room for chaos yeah. in your garden but how could i put it manicured i like that yeah managed chaos you've just mentioned um sycamore trees Mm. well i'm going to move on to horse chestnuts oh right october (gasps) i have sat at my window and watched with hilarity the busyness of the squirrels. Oh, yeah. I've never seen any animal so busy flipping out. They've loved (laughs) it. They've been absolutely hilarious. Climbing up the tree, banging the the, uh, chestnut, and then it coming out. You know, the the, the the case it's in. Yeah, it's all Banging that, that splits open. Then it's got its nut. Then it's running off and it's going burying (laughs) it. Oh, it's been hilarious. It's it's honestly occupied me October. They're canny little creatures as well. Because yeah. now, did I see a program not long ago on TV? Um, because it seemed quite random where they where they plant or bury them for winter. But apparently, it's, it's not. not. No, they know exactly yeah. where they put it, and it's on a two year cycle. 
So they come back two years later and they get it. I don't know how that works, actually, because how does it not germinate? Well, that's, do you know, I was just going to say that. Yeah. Perhaps Maybe I'm lying about the two-year cycle because I told you this last time, I think. Well, it it could be that it takes that long for that outer casing to break down. Possibly. No, because I I think they bury them in the casing. Uh, Sorry, out of the casing. Yeah, 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 I see But I do Mm. get, in my pots, sprouts from chestnut trees. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mo, I want to talk to you also about the absolute travesty of the chopped down sycamore <gasps> tree in, um, um, on Hadrian's I Wall. I know. What do you think to that? Well, I, 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 when I heard about it, I was speech, I was absolutely speechless. Mm. I mean, what would, why would anybody actually want to do that? What a shame! It was so beautiful. Yeah, I'm interested in, you know, what motive, what actually inspired. Whoever it, and you know, it was a clean cut. They oh, had yeah. the proper gubbins oh, to gut it, yeah, cut it down, didn't yeah. they? Oh, definitely. But why? Why? What? What psychological reason would there be mm. for someone to actually want to do that? It's sad, isn't it? I, I find it bizarre. Mm, totally bizarre. The reasons aside, do you think it'll grow back? I don't know. It's possible that it will sh- throw up s- some shoots from the base of the trunk. Mm. It's possible. Because let, let's face it, any tree, any plant, their sole purpose is to survive. Mm. You know, they're not going to give up the ghost without a fight. Yeah. So it could be that it throws up new shoots from that's the from the base, from yeah. the, the trunk that's left. But who knows? Mm. You know, why was there only one there? You know, because like you would expect it to seed and then it to create maybe a mini forest or something. That's an interesting point. It could be. I mean, I don't really know because it's quite barren there. It's just, it was... It's just pasture land, really, isn't mm-hmm. it? Grass. So I wonder if when that was growing up, that little sapling tree, it was just at the right time in the right place with the right conditions. So it got a really good foothold yes. at the time that it was developing. And once it got its roots down into favourable soil, as it were, whatever the substrate is mm-hmm. there, um, that enabled it to to carry on growing, whereas its little offspring, it could be that, I don't know, the climate, well, the, we know the climate's changing anyway, oh, but perhaps the soil structure has changed, the nutrients in the soil has changed, and those little saplings weren't able to survive for whatever mm-hmm. reason. It is quite incredible that it's just been there on its own yeah. for 300 years, isn't it? Yeah. Such a shame. Yeah. It really is. Anyway. We will definitely talk nicer things when we come back. Oh, yes. 106.7 Ripple FM. Are you tired of paying a high pump price for your company diesel? Or are you using a fuel card now but worried you signed up to an introductory rate that's now a thing of the past? Let me introduce the Green Arc Fuel Card. With a fully transparent, consistently low price and no surprise surcharges, the Green Arc Fuel Card has nothing to hide. Why not speak to our team on 0345 646 544? Or visit greenarcfuelcard.co.uk and see how much you can save. Are you tired of sky-high housing costs? Are you ready for a change of scenery? 
At Three Rivers, our rural caravan park is the perfect solution for those seeking an affordable, peaceful and beautiful place to call home. Nestled in the heart of the countryside, our park offers exceptional facilities, including a cafe, swimming pool and function suite. You can even choose your own plot and specify the style of home that best suits your needs. Don't miss this opportunity to join our thriving community and enjoy the best of both worlds. The convenience of modern living with the charm and serenity of rural life. Contact us today to learn more and schedule a tour. Three Rivers, the perfect home is waiting for you. Looking for the perfect place to celebrate that special occasion? Well, discover Clitheroe Function Rooms. Nestled in the town centre of Clitheroe with a huge free car park, it's the town's hidden gem. Opulent decor, luxurious surroundings, perfect for christenings, weddings, birthdays and so much more. Hungry? Leave it to us. We offer exquisite catering options too. Paired perfectly with a full service bar. And here's the cherry on top. The room hire is absolutely free. That's right. Why settle for less when you can have the best for free? Book Clitheroe Function Rooms now and make memories that last a lifetime. Call in or telephone 01200 539 352 to discuss. Clitheroe Function Rooms, where every event is a grand affair. Driving around the Ribble Valley and need to tow, Ribble Valley Towing is your go-to destination for all your towing needs. From family cars to rugged trucks, we fit them all with top-notch tow bars. Call us today or swing by and let's get you hitched up. Ribble Valley Towing. We make you good to tow. Unit 3, Brookside Industrial Estate, Taylor Street, Clitheroe. Or call us on 07734 536870.
Mo. I did nothing but talk about and moan about my garden because that's <laughs> what I do a lot. Uh, what do I need really now to be getting ready for a beautiful summer next year and a for thriving that'd be a thriving <laughs> like a thriving me. garden well believe it or not november is a really good time to start planting things now some people may think you what she's definitely lost her marbles mm, saying that now. i do think that yeah. a lot about you yeah. <laughs> Well, most of the time you wouldn't be far wrong, Ruth, actually. <laughs> it takes one to know one more. <laughs> uh, but no, actually, November, it, things have started slowing down. Plants have stopped growing. So they literally stop? Yeah, they sort of go into state of torpor, if you will, almost hibernation. So, you know, all the leaves have gone from the trees and... Yeah, do you know, I can't remember if we've had a frost yet. If we haven't had one, we're going to get one. Um, well, it was definitely cold. I remember it yeah. being really cold in um, end of October. Yeah. Cold, didn't it? Yeah. Um, so anyway, th- plants and things have, have died back, basically. Mm. So now is a really good time while the soil is still relatively warm because we've still got yeah, that warmth got the in the earth. warmth from the summer, yeah. haven't you? So bare root plants is yeah those those plants have been well the roots are okay (laughs) so things like trees and we've talked about the fate of the poor sycamore well now's the time to plant bare root trees now these are trees that have been grown in a nursery not in a pot in a nursery in the bare ground and they're at this time of year and right through until a about February, depending on the weather, they can be dug up, literally, soil taken off their roots. As long as those roots are kept moist, they can then be transported and planted in your garden. So we're talking about trees in particular. So I mean, fruit trees, brilliant to put in your garden because they don't get too big, depending on the root stock. Um, Shrubs, anything that's been grown in the ground. Roses especially. You can get real bargains with bare root roses Um, because I'm a sucker for roses. Um, And I know my passion is pollinating insects, but I just love the big, blousy, double roses, which aren't really that good for pollinators. but it's the smell. Yeah. Mm. So now's a really good time to buy bare root roses, um, and you'll find that they're a lot, lot cheaper than those that have been put in pots. at any nursery, you just ask for a bare root rose? The majority of... Plant, tree, whatever. Good nurseries. Yeah. But most of the bare root these days is actually done online on Is by it? mail order yeah oh. you will get um hedge shrubs for example at quite a few garden centers um things like hawthorn copper beech beech itself mm. hedging plants they'll often have as bare root um but the majority of bare root plants um are done over the internet now or mail order because what they dig to order, basically. Mm. So when they get an order in for a bare root, it makes whatever, mm. they dig it, get it bundled up, posted out straight away. Right, I get you. So yeah. roses especially. Um, I mean, David Austin, for example, there are other rose growers and mm. suppliers, of course. Um, but David Austin has these wonderful, he calls them English roses. So they're a, a sort of a combination of old roses 
that form, the big blousy double flowers, mm. but with the scent of a hybrid tea. Mm. So you've got the best of both worlds. Yeah. Um, and the majority of those roses that, that David Austin grows, the majority of those are sent out as bare root. Are they really? Yeah. yeah. So, so, and anything, and even, the, I mean, there's a lot of nurseries now that are doing bare root perennials, which when you think about it, before the advent of the garden centre, that was the only way that you could buy plants was straight from the nursery where they would dig them up. Really? The, Look how it's changed. Yeah, exactly. Me. You know, containerised. Rows and rows of pots now, aren't they? Well, that's it. Mm. And, and that only came about because of the advent of the garden centre. Oh. So back in the, um, which I suppose started in the 60s, really took hold. Mm. Um, so s since then, we've just been used to going to a garden centre or a nursery and seeing rows on rows of pots. Yeah. But before that, um, you'd see rows and rows of plants in the ground Gosh, to be dug wonderful. up, sent out over winter. And there's quite a few um, mail order and online nurseries. They're actually going back to that now because it's actually more environmentally friendly of when you think it about is. it. Who wants plastic pl pots everywhere? Exactly. And... It's cheaper. Of course it is, definitely. But I, I love that idea. I do think a lot of things are going back to how we used to do it, aren't they? I think undoubtedly. I mean, and a lot of people are now growing their own vegetables yeah. and fruit and so on. Can we hold that right there? Yeah, right hold there. that thought. Ooh.
Talking, uh, well, just touching on vegetables and growing your own mm, and mm. Uh, fruit trees and everything. So in a normal garden, mm-hmm. you know, nothing fancy, not got absolutely acres and acres, just for normal people. What can you grow to be, you know, just helping yourself, helping your family, helping your pocket? Yeah. How can you do, you know, what, what would you recommend? Yeah, it's surprising, actually. If... What what you ever you can grow in the garden that you've already got, you can grow vegetables. Um and it, it's you know, we, we blame COVID for an awful lot of things and it was a terrible time that everybody went through. One good thing that came out of it, however, is that people started engaging with their own gardens. Um and there was a, an enormous surge in the number of people actually growing their own vegetables and fruit um, and it, being able to go out in the garden and cut a lettuce, for example. Um, and that's, it's tailed off a little bit, but but there's still a lot of people who have carried that on from COVID. So if you've got, you know, reasonable soil in your back garden, you can grow vegetables. Can I just interrupt you a second? Yeah. Something's coming back to me that... I watched on the news that there is a 15-year waiting list mm. for allotments. Mm. 15 years. People don't stand a chance, do they? No. No, they don't. No, that's a full generation nearly. Yeah. It's crackers. And 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 actually I read as well, I think it was, um, was it Greenpeace? I think they put out a thing on Facebook about if six or more different households apply to their council or say that they want an allotment, mm. then the council has to find space for them. Oh, I didn't know that. But, and there's a, there is always a but, always isn't there? there is with you. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't give a time scale. Oh, so it's that 15-year period. So, then. you know... Th- you're on a waiting list. You're on a waiting list. Oh. You know, so, so a lot of people, if they have got space in the back garden, have turned to grow in their own. Yeah. Um, and it's... It's not rocket science. No, they, they can still look beautiful, can't oh, they? Oh, absolutely. Because, I mean, you've only got to think back um, with the sort of traditional cottage garden. Not that there ever was such a thing. No. It, a, a, a cottage garden as we know it, it combined um, self-sustenance, as it were, self-sufficiency with a few flowers yeah. and not the other way yeah. around. Um, so, you know, we could actually go back to that because those flowers that were grown in cottage gardens alongside the cabbages and your beans and your Brussels sprouts they and all the rest of it. Thrive, exactly. They? Companion planting. Is that so, what it's yeah. called? What a lovely word. Isn't it lovely? Yeah, lovely so, place. yeah. So, for example, um, you know, if you have African marigolds, for example, growing in your garden, they will deter 
certain insects from chomping on your cabbages or whatever. Um, So nobody wants the cabbages chomped. Exactly. (laughs) And actually, oh, actually, you know, know, slugs. Yeah, they're another thing. Yeah, Yeah, I I know we're going off on a tangent, but I mean, we can't stick to a straight script, can we? But but this is a really good wheeze, actually, because you know, slugs. um, The Royal Horticultural Society are encouraging us not to call them pests anymore. They are hero animals or gastropods, whatever you want to. I'm not. I'm sorry. As far as I'm concerned, slugs are pests mm. because you don't want them eating all yet particularly vegetables no. that you're going to eat no. so a friend of mine what she's done in her garden and and she she's turned completely she was a real flower plantaholic and now she's a veg plantaholic right. she's turned over <laughs> her back garden completely to vegetables and what she's done is round each little vegetable plot that she's got she's put hostas oh. because slugs love hostas yeah they do i can, so, I can vouch can, for that yeah so she, her her theory is that the slugs will eat the hostas and leave the other veg alone oh, yeah because they'll be full won't yeah they? well They're that's what she's full. hoping yeah. now she only started doing this this year oh, so it's going to be, be so interesting yeah to see if it's actually worked but i can see the logic behind Absolutely. it actually me too yeah Gosh, so they do love a good hosta don't oh, they yeah Blimey. Yeah, but as yeah. far as I'm concerned, slugs and snails, they are pests and I really don't want them in my garden. No, I don't particularly want them in my garden, but equally, I can't kill anything. Well, no, no, I can't I, do it. I've I not have got to it in say. Me. I don't even like killing flies. No. But I do know we've had a lot of flies this year. Has there oh. been any reason for that? Do you know, I don't know. I think... Is it just temperature? I think it's temperature mm. because, um, I mean, let's face it, July and August were pretty rubbish, but they were still quite mild. Mm. Um, and October's been mild. October's been very yeah. mild. I think it's just ideal conditions for them to reproduce. Yeah. And it's like mosquitoes, you know, if they've quite a few mozzies around. Yeah. And it's, yeah. you know, damp mild condition environment for it isn't it yeah absolutely Absolutely. Mm. i mean what i'd like to see over winter and i know some people were going oh mo what are you talking about woman i'd like to see a few days of really hard frost yeah just or just just the frost yeah Yeah. just to kill stuff off that we really don't want around yeah Yeah. you're talking pests aren't you i'm talking pests pests. no yeah exactly yeah Yeah. (laughs) Bugs. Bugs. Yeah. Yeah. Non-beneficial bugs. How about that? Yeah. Yes. Mm. At non-beneficial... NBBs. Yes, indeed. Non-beneficial oh, bugs. Oh, my goodness. Let's think of some more words while we're off. <laughs> 106.7 Ripple FM. Taking pictures or video with your phone. Want to take your passion to the next level? UK Digital has been a leading photographic retailer for the last 20 years. And yes, we are based locally in Clitheroe. Come and see one of the team at UK Digital for friendly professional advice on all aspects of photography and video. Our showroom is open weekdays so you can see, touch and try and with internet prices there's no need for you to chance it online. UK Digital your local store with internet prices. Visit ukdigital.co.uk 
Do you have lower back pain, joints hurting, or are you recovering from an injury or operation? Clitheroe Cryo has already helped numerous people alleviate these and many more symptoms. So, could cryotherapy be the solution you're looking for? Located at Clitheroe Leisure and featuring a state-of-the-art cryo chamber, you could expect to recover faster, speed up metabolism, and clear up acne, psoriasis, and eczema. And the benefits don't stop there. Cryotherapy. Give it a try and see improvements after the first session and discounts available for multi-session bookings. Get in touch via our website, clitheroe-cryo.co.uk or on our social media pages. Why should you use Ribble Valley Check and Flag in Chatburn? Here you'll find a team of friendly mechanics who offer advice on any issues and can even plug into your vehicle and diagnose any blinking lights on your dash or find those knocks and rattles. Whatever it may be, we're sure to find it. With payment assist, those unexpected repair bills can be paid off in four interest-free payments. So you can be on your way in no time with no worries. Ribble Valley Checkered Flag, Chatburn. Find us on Facebook at Ribble Valley Checkered Flag or give us a call on 01200 441 for any queries. Taking shots in here, you want one?
weeks to Christmas. Can you believe it? I love Christmas. Do you love it? I I, I do. What I don't like is the commercial side of it, I have to say. I have to say, I love everything about it, including the commercials. (laughs) (laughs) I just love everything. I love the sparkles. I love the magic. And I've Mm. got my little grandchild as well. Oh, good. That does make a difference. That makes a huge difference. Yeah. Um, I love Christmas trees. I love snow if we get it. Yeah. Do you think we'll be in for a white Christmas? We won't oh, know yet. It's a bit know. soon, isn't it? Yeah. You said about Christmas trees. Do you do you have a, a proper, a live green one or do you have an artificial one? Uh, I have. <laughs> oh, I'll put you on the spot now. Seven Christmas trees. What? Oh, I put them everywhere. <laughs> Hang on. Love five, it. Six. Six. So six artificial. Yeah. And one... Um, real. Wow. Yeah. And I absolutely love them. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say that I do them all for Darla, but I have but been I... doing them for a lot longer than Darla's been here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, I feel really against um, artificial trees, mm, mm. but I've got underfloor heating. So I, I've got no option because they just yeah. drop. Yeah. So I've got one outside and I decorate that and I love oh. that. And then um, the ones inside that are everywhere. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you name it, there's a tree there. Um, no, what, but even in your cloakroom? Well, I could certainly one. put one in. Oh, I <laughs> <laughs> but why not? It's yeah. just, and I love fairy yeah. lights. I love I love baubles. I love, I love everything about yeah. it. So this year in our house, we're cutting down on Christmas presents. Yeah. And... I think that I have got my brother-in-law. Well, I know I've got my brother-in-law because we, we're all just buying one person, one present. That's a good idea. Uh, instead of all buying for yeah. each other. So I've got my brother-in-law and he loves the outdoors mm. and he loves his garden and he loves everything about the great outdoors. So I was thinking maybe I could get him something for his garden or mm. whatever. What do you think, Mo? Have you yeah. got any plans for... Any thoughts for me on that? Oh, crikey. That's, that's it. Well, <laughs> he's kind of got everything. You, you could always give him a copy of my book. <laughs> I could. I bought him a book last year and he was frothing. He oh. won't read it. He's only ever read one book oh, in his life. No. Yeah. <laughs> so I could get him a copy of your book, but I just feel that's unfair. Right. Yeah. Um, but I do know who I could do that for. <laughs> so that's good. So an unashamed plug there. That was dreadful. Oh, come on. You have it to do. But I, I don't know. What do you think to bird boxes? Yeah. That, I think anything like that is a good idea. Or even, you know, a hedgehog house or yeah. bug hotel. Some, something. What's a bug hotel? I mean, I it, guess. You're going to say it says what it is on the tin, but yeah, you know. it, it's it's um it's a bit like um 
an open-fronted bird's net, uh, bird box, if you will. Is I it suppose. like those wormeries? Yeah, with yeah, and they've got little bamboo, uh, hollow bamboo canes in them, and little pine cones and things that are, oh. you know attract overwintering insects and so on. And and solitary bees lay their eggs in the the hollowed-out bamboo canes. So yeah, that's I mean, lots of garden centres. That sounds nice, actually, and different. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I wondered if you knew about was the bird boxes that have the camera inside. Mm. What do you think to those? I do, um I do, well a friend I'm I'm stuttering here a bit because a friend of mine was given one for Christmas funnily enough yes. last year yeah. um, and her husband because she's not tech minded at all her husband rigged it all up and there she was you know she spent hours looking at her screen that he'd rigged it up to mm. Not a thing happened. So, oh, did they not know? No, they didn't. Oh. So, so I mean, I'm, I don't whether she was just unlucky or not. I mean, I think in principle it would be great fun mm. because obviously you know the birds don't know that there's a camera watching no, them. Brothers watching, but yeah. It's gonna. I, I guess it's a bit hit and miss as to whether you know it's a enough yes, of I a des res. Yes, yeah, so it could really be complete waste. Yeah, well, it could it? be. It could be. Do you know? I'm going to say something really, really. I know you're going to say, you what, Mo? She's lost it again. Go on. (laughs) You can't go wrong with a good pair of gardening gloves. I've got to say you're right. You know, I know it sounds boring. If they're too thin, you get prickles. Exactly. Yeah. And if you know, too thick, you can't do the job. You can't do it. So, yeah, a really good pair of gardening gloves. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. You can't go wrong with that. Nice pretty print on them as well. Well, not for your brother-in-law. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm only teasing. <laughs> well, you can get manly uh, ones, you yes, know. Yes, I know, absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's good. So um, what what are you thinking about Christmas presents? Well, this is... Other than your book. Other than me. But <laughs> well, do you know, I, I, I'm going to say something for myself. Because it's, I know I should be thinking about other people at Christmas, but there is one thing that I've always wanted to learn how to do, and that's to scythe. You know, with an old fashioned scythe. Oh my goodness, that's hilarious. Because I remember my dad doing it because we grew up in a market garden down in Sussex. And I, I remember my dad scything. The, the you know the meadow bit yeah. that we had, but of course I was too little. I I didn't and dangerous, and, and, dangerous yeah. and I I didn't want to anyway. Mm. But I'd love to learn how to scythe a med, meadow grass. Gosh. Yeah. It's so if funny. anybody out there knows of any courses yeah. <laughs> that teach you how to scythe, I'd love to hear from you. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, blimey, that's studio at Ribble FM. Yes. <laughs> Emailing at your at your uh, pleasure. Yeah, or peril. Yeah, whichever it may be. <laughs> oh, Mo, it's been absolutely lovely. I have really enjoyed spending my hour with you, as I always do. Likewise. Oh, have a lovely, lovely weekend, won't you? And Thank you so much for coming on. I would just like to wish you all a very nice weekend and I will speak to you next week. And thanks for listening. I guess I should know By the way you popped your car sideways I don't realize the other kind of person Who believes in making out once Love them and leave them fast I guess I must be done Share a pocket full of horses Trojan and some of them 
Listen to your favorite interviews again. Check the website, oribblefm.com. 106.7 Ribble FM.